Hey, welcome to the Morning Mix podcast. This morning, we learned that Swanee actually saved some children from a horrible haunted house. Yeah, and maybe he could have been there to help one of our listeners, you know, hold her hair back while she threw up from being scared. We also learned that many folks have gone on amazing field trips, including to Santa's house. Oh my, yeah. How do you beat that? You really don't. Bozo. Close. Pretty close. The Santa of the Midwest. That and much more coming your way right now on the Morning Mix podcast. All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. You never know when a moment calls for a good old spanking, you know, just, oh man, <laughs> feels right. You know? That was a hard one. It was a lot. It was a lot. A lot happened but it can happen from time to time. Some people enjoy that. Now, we're not here saying that we are pro-spanking. We're just saying two consenting adults, you know, somebody needs a little love touch. It's their business. I think most people like a little spank. Do we think most? Are we going most? I'm going to go most. Okay. I'm not saying a mean spank. I'm saying like... Okay, hey, I'm oh, over here and you're over tap. there. Yeah, what's happening? Well, in the movie Killers of the Flower Moon, DiCaprio gets spanked by De Niro... And they revealed that DiCaprio wore butt padding. Now, I will mark, he's getting spanked with a paddle. Oh. It's not just the De Niro hand. It's like at the Hofbrau house. They exactly right. Yeah, and that. then you over, take a wooden paddle, and... Yeah, crack. That was a, that was a, that was a fun time. It was a good time, right? Did you do that? What, I did that for Joel for his birthday. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I, hey. guess, I guess that's his, right? He hasn't mm-hmm. sat down since, right? Uh, waitress at uh, the Brow house when it was open. That's the one. That's who he, <laughs> yeah. that's who he would want. Yeah. He also thought you guys were going to a bra house. Yeah, what are you going to do? I was like, I don't understand. There's no bras here at all. What are we talking about? But getting spanked can be fun, and some people enjoy it. We have audio of one of those people. There it is. So if DiCaprio is out here getting spanked by De Niro, who would you like to be spanked by? 815, Arnold Schwarzenegger. I want to feel it. Oh, Yeah, watch out. That's a lot of a big old Austrian swing. Watch out. Erica says Jeremy Renner. Oh, okay. And 847, I'll take a spank from Nick Jonas. Mm. See if Priyanka lets you. I don't know. Ryan Reynolds on the list quite a, a, a lot, including a, a couple of extras. Uh, 773, Ryan Reynolds, por favor. Also, Ryan Reynolds, swoon. 815, I'll take one from Busty Daker. We met Busty Daker <laughs> yesterday. Busty Daker, is, that's one of her specialties. trying to say Dusty Baker, and it all came out all mixing caboodled up. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, a little uh, Busty Daker right there. Definitely. 219, let me get one from Jennifer Coolidge. Okay. Wow. <laughs> there you go. Kate Upton. Haven't heard that name oh, in a minute. wow. Okay. Kate Upton okay. can spank at any time, they say. So watch out. Who you want to be spanked by. This is so weird. Definitely Jennifer Lawrence, and I think she'd like it. 
You think it's weird, Nikki? Hold on tight. 708, hands down, Nikki. A couple of Violetta spankings in here. Oh. A couple of requests. Oh boy. Nikki Glazer, comedian. She's on there. 847, I want to be spanked by Robert Barone from Everybody Loves Raymond. <laughs> the, yeah. That's Ray, but his brother Robert with the deep voice. Brad Garrett is That's Robert? That's the guy. Okay. 815, Andre the Giant. Whoa. Mm. Boy, rest in peace, but what a swing that would be. And knocking in the next room. Exactly. <laughs> 630, today I'd like to be spanked with a good grade on my math test. Yeah, that's a good plan. Fingers crossed. 708, Jason Bateman. You'd be huh? so car- so sarcastic about it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tyson Bajant, bring it on. Okay. There he is, starting yeah. quarterback for the Chicago Bears right now. Your backup QB can get in there and spank at any time. Mm-hmm. 708, Doja Cat, give it to me, yeah. <laughs> I'm just reading it as, as submitted. All right. I'm a straight woman, but Dua Lipa can spank me anytime she wants. Okay. There you go. Mariska Hargitay. Yeah. Oh. They, they actually, they said if they're alive, Mariska Hargitay. If they can be dead, Linda Carter in her Wonder Woman outfit. It's a big uh, network television fan. Where yeah. we got. 630, Will Smith can spank me, but I get to insult his wife first. Uh. <laughs> kind of like that. 708, I uh, I honestly don't know where to go with this one. That's it. That's what they texted? That's what they texted. Mm-hmm. Julia says McCabe. Whoa. Ooh, he got spanked yesterday because he got in trouble for not yeah. <laughs> setting his fantasy football lineup. Mm. Comedian Matt Reif, 708. Have you guys seen him? He's like the hot young guy comedian. He's real fit. He's got the abs, chiseled jawline. He does comedy. No. And for the mm-hmm. record, Linda Carter's still alive. Oh, great. So you can oh, still yeah. get spanked. Okay, so wow. living Mariska. Oh, they so they want Linda Carter. Yeah. I didn't realize yeah, that. That's crazy. <laughs> All right, so left cheek Mariska Hargitay, right cheek Linda yeah, Carter. <laughs> that sounds good to me. Oh, wow. Oh, and I'm sorry. 630 said, hey, correction, I want his dad, Travis Bajan, to spank me, not Tyson. The arm uh, wrestling champion. Yeah, there you go. Whoa, Watch out. One. That's going to leave a mark. Yeah. Those are the folks that you want a spanking dad, but... <laughs> Yeah. What, a, what a Wednesday we're having around here. From Chicago to your device, this is the Morning Mix Podcast. Kelly Clarkson says that she freaked out once so badly in a haunted house they had to get her out of there. She had a panic attack. It was horrible. And then our own Swanee revealed, oh, yeah, no, I was at the haunted house with my buddy and his kids, and I had to carry the kids out of the haunted house. They got so scared. And his buddy almost broke Swanee's neck and ripped yeah. his shirt holding on to him so tight. He was no help. Not, he was not no help with help his own kids. What's your problem? <laughs> You're not setting a great example for these guys. We got a text here from a 219. I once took my son and his friend to a haunted house. His friend squeezed my hand so tightly he bent my wedding ring. I had to have the ring cut off. Wow. That is a scared little kid. And I know that this is our music for I'll Go First, but I feel like for this conversation, we kind of have to live in this space. Definitely. Uh Uh-oh, hang on. I hit the wrong button. There we go. Good morning, Raminta. How are you today? I am good. So we went to Hell's Gate Haunted House. Now, part of the Haunted House Wait, I'm requires sorry. you. Hell's Gate? Hell's Gate. I'm and not even getting in the car. No, I'm not, not even getting in the car. Title. I will stay at Applebee's. I'll meet you afterward. Okay, sorry. So, Raminta, you guys so are going to Hell's you Gate. To go, you have to go through a forest preserve, basically, to get to the Haunted House. <sighs> oh nope. My so God. my daughter wow. and my friend Viviana are, are, like, on each side of me, and they're, like, literally ripping at me. Like, my clothes were, like, practically being torn off. My daughter was so scared. She had her hand up. And holding my bra. Wow. I was like, I was going to horrify that I was going to be one of the haunted house attractions because I was going to walk out of there naked. Yeah. I was Whoa. so freaking scared. <laughs> I was 
Wait, so her hand was up under your shirt holding your bra? Her hand was up under my shirt holding my bra because I couldn't get away from her. Yeah, see, I would have taken her spot. But who, other than that. Whose idea was this? All of you sound terrified. Yeah. So who was like, you know what? Let's go to Hell's Gate. I love this she loves it so much she loves it a lot yeah we got it okay the forest preserve part you know that's where most people would be like at that point you never know what might happen back there who needs coffee i'm awake now right yep yell that one in my butt all right so ramita her kids were holding on to there she loves it a lot loves it a lot so much. She loved Hi, it. Christine. Good morning. Good morning. How are you? We're doing really, really well. Now, what happened? You were the one who got so freaked out. How old were you when this happened? I was probably like eight or nine. So I was in second grade. This was like 25 years ago almost now. Okay. And it was in a haunted house in one of those strip malls. So really not even scary. And I started freaking out, screaming, crying. I was begging my dad to make it stop. He had to beg them to take off all their masks and then turn the lights on so we could leave. Oh, my <laughs> gosh. And so you guys didn't even make it through the whole thing. You had to have them shut it down and leave. Yeah, and I ruined, like, everyone else's experience, and I haven't been to a haunted house since. Wow. Oh, yeah, that's hilarious. That sounds very similar. I thought maybe yeah. she'd be like, and my Uncle Swanee carried me out. No. Like, what? Wow. So Christine's dad had to shut the whole thing down. Hi, MJ. Good morning. How are you today? Uh, good morning. How are you guys? We're doing really well. Now, you freaked out and you tried to run away, but what happened? So, it was a haunted house. You know, it was like, I was like eight years old, so this was a long time ago. But it wasn't super scary, but for me it was. We used to step on buttons and, like, things would pop up behind a wall. And my brothers and my sister and I, we freaked out so bad. We were just, like, clawing at each other trying to find the exit. But at the end of this particular haunted house, it was like a maze of mirrors. So when you think you were going one day, one way, you were, like, hitting the mirror, and I just kept <laughs> bumping into mirrors every way, getting out, and I came out, and I had, like, split my lip open oh, and no. had, like, a red gash on my eye. So, yeah, I never went in one again after oh, that. Walked into the mirrors and got all cut up and hurt. That's crazy. Well, because you're trying to run out of there. Right? You keep running into a wall. Gotta get the hell out of here. So wonderfully sadistic. What, sadistic? Is that what yeah, you would call it? I think so, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Hi, Dina. Good morning. How are you today? I'm good. How are you guys? We're doing all right. Now, this happened to you in the haunted house, and how old were you? I It was two years ago, so that's embarrassing. I was 25. Okay, 25 uh, years no. old. What haunted house were you at? Was and, it Hell's Gate? No, it was not Hell's Gate. I don't even remember. i trying to forget about that anyways. And what <laughs> well, happened? I was in the haunted house, and I don't like people popping up, and they were popping up. I got so scared. I started gagging. It smells bad, and I just threw up. Oh! And so wow. I had to get escorted out. Oh, my God. Holy. You got so scared yeah. you barfed. It, it was so scared I threw up. Yep. Guys, I don't yeah. think. And now I'm not allowed to I think the organizers are like, listen, yeah. I think we just won. I think we're high-fiving. We, we can pop the champagne now. Hey, guys, we got somebody get on social. This is so scary, you'll vomit. Yeah. And someone behind yeah. her is like, is she right. part of the act? Right. She's throwing up. Is, is, really is she a plant? Yeah. So you puke everywhere. Are we now? And they drag you out. out. You were escorted yeah. out. Did they have to shut the yeah. thing down for biohazard and clean it up? Uh, I honestly drove away really fast. I was so embarrassed. So probably, though. Were you with people, or did you just go by yourself? 
I was with my husband and his cousins, and now my husband doesn't let me go to haunted houses anymore. Yeah, I think that's probably <laughs> best for everybody. Smart. Yep. Well, <laughs> Dina, I think getting so squared, scared you vomit. I don't think we're going to beat that. So congratulations. <laughs> You're listening to the Morning Mix Podcast. Best field trips ever. Many people are going on many awesome field trips. We got a text that said, oh, our eighth grade field trip, we went to see the Harry Potter movie in theaters. Oh, wow. We read the book and yeah. the movie's out. Let's go. That's a cool teacher. Mm-hmm. What was the best field trip you ever went on? Good morning, Jamie. How are you today? I'm good. How are you guys? We're doing really well. Best field trip ever. What was it? Elementary school, the recycling plant in Desplaines. Oh. Recycling plant in Desplaines. Now, I've heard of this. So yeah. what did you do at the field trip? You guys got to like you bring got- in a bottle and see what happens? Yeah. So we, uh, you took a tour of the building, and then you saw all them crush all the recycling stuff into cubes. And you saw it go down the conveyor belt. My mom loved it so much. She took us back there every year as wow. a family. Just like Not a family outing <laughs> to the recycling plant. Yes. That's yeah. kind of fun. It's a good trip you can recycle, yeah. you know. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. All right, so, Jamie, it's the recycling plant in Desplaines. Now, Amanda, this is a classic Chicago field trip. Amanda, best field trip ever. Yes, we went to the Museum of Science and Industry back in fourth grade. And, of course, that's, you know, the classic Chicago place to go since we're in the Chicagoland area. And what was really fun about it is my dad was the one that chaperoned my little group of four. And we did not know that we were actually supposed to stay with the rest of our class. So my dad just decided to take us all around the museum. Everyone else ended up staying pretty much in the same location the whole time. But my dad took us around the whole thing. And then we all loved the field trip in my little group so much that our senior prom was actually also at the Museum of Science and Industry, and we recreated the photo we took there back in fourth grade. Oh, oh that's, that's amazing. Yeah. So you went rogue? Yeah, cool dad. <laughs> and cool dad. it worked out for you. Yeah. I know. We, we realized at lunchtime when we were all supposed to kind of meet in this one area for lunch, they were all like, where did you guys go? And we were like, oh, we were just doing our own thing yeah mm-hmm. i thought you were gonna say like yeah dad put us in the car we went to kuma's we got burgers yeah. like wait what <laughs> okay so no, no. the museum of science and industry i remember that one that was always a fun one mm-hmm. and then as a kid the idea of being on a bus from mount prospect and going into the city we would see the building on the kennedy where they would paint michael jordan on it yeah. and that was like the biggest moment ever we the were old, like oh my god we saw michael jordan the old bigsby and crothers uh wall that's the one yep let's go over here to hannah hi hannah good morning Good morning. How are you guys? We're doing really well. Now, Hannah, you did not go to Montana, but where did you field trip? So in eighth grade, we took a field trip to Washington, D.C. What? And it was around the time that they were um, creating the Martin Luther King Jr. Memorial. And um, they tricked us. They told us, you know, we're not going to be able to go. You know, it's going to be too crazy. But we did end up going, and we got to see Barack Obama uh, give a speech. And I think Aretha Franklin was there, too. What? Oh, my gosh. This is eighth grade? Yeah, eighth grade. That's crazy. You guys are just walking around, and you got to see Obama give a speech and Aretha Franklin perform. Yes, and then we got to go through the new um, Martin Luther King Jr. Memorial. That's awesome. That's historical. Yeah, it's legitimate history. That's pretty yeah. wild. Okay, so Hannah gets to witness history on her field trip. Reminder, Jamie was at the recycling plant in Desplaines. I'm not trying to belittle <laughs> anyone's field trips. No, I'm just, you know, well, there's a lot fun. of really cool they, experiences. They also all fun, loved them, right? yeah. yeah. Hi, Christina. How are you this morning? Good. 
good. How are you? We're doing really well. Uh, now, you were in a concrete jungle where dreams are made of. Where were you, Christina? We were in New York, New York. The city's so nice, they named it twice. Boom. Yes. New York. Yes. And what did you get to do? Why were you in a field trip in New York? Did you guys just get to pick a place to go? How old were you? Um, so this was my senior year of high school, and I was in the marching band, and this is uh, the, the trip we picked. Wait, what was it? It was for all the seniors. Oh, okay, uh, it's for all the senior trip. Oh, okay. Senior trip. Okay, yeah, I thought maybe you guys were in the Macy's parade. Well, oh no, I wish. Oh, okay. Got it. <laughs> did you guys go to shows? Did you uh, did you have like what was the big thing on the itinerary that you were most excited about? Um, the best thing was probably going on top of the Empire State Building, but mm. we also saw Phantom of the Opera. Oh, yeah. Phantom of the Opera. That's kind of cool. Did you guys perform at the Empire State Building? Or did you just go see it? We just went to see it. Oh, okay. Cool. Um, I didn't we did know. perform in like the, the heart of the city, but wow, that, that wasn't the best part. <laughs> okay, got you. So, Christina, it's New York City mm-hmm. and the Empire State Building. Hi, Tina. Good morning. Hi. Good morning, guys. I love your show. Oh, love you right back. Thanks. You know, we joked about this, but it actually happened to you in kindergarten. Where did you take a field trip? To the Bozo Show. Let's go! Oh, wow. wow. Did anyone in your class get to play Bozo Buckets? I did. Not the buckets. I got to cut the ribbon. Oh, so what was, a moment. It was awesome, and it was around the holiday time. I remember because we were making popcorn, uh, popcorn, uh, like garland? that go around the tree. Yeah, yeah. You know? So oh, yeah. So we were sticking popcorn in string and eating it at the same time. It was great. What a dream. Oh, the amazing cool. thing is the waiting list used to be literally yes. 10 years or something for Bozo. So I- I'm surprised that they were able to get a field trip unless the school like applied I don't know. 10 years earlier. They like, okay, have. finally. We got to the Bozo show as little kids because my grandma won tickets on WGN. Oh, that's cool. So oh, we wow. got to go. Yeah. That was pretty fun. I think I went when I was 10 because yeah. my mom uh, applied for them when I was born. Literally. No joke. <laughs> it's like getting, no, you're he's not kidding. I'm it's telling you the truth. Yes. That's the it's truth. It's like getting Cubs uh, season yeah. tickets. Yeah. I just love the idea of filling up the birth certificate yeah, and then right. the bozo show yeah. Yeah. application at that point you had to call a number and be yeah. like there wasn't however, a website to write a letter no, yeah, yeah send a blood sample yeah. hi rachel good morning good morning rachel you're a teacher is that right yeah <laughs> amazing and what was the amazing field trip as a teacher um so i taught first grade for a couple years in north pole alaska and i took my class on a field trip to santa's house are you kidding me it was amazing like i as an adult was in heaven (laughs) now hold on a minute you've been to santa's house Uh, i met him i got to tell him what i wanted for christmas and he liked my hat what (laughs) nice rachel That's unbelievable. It was so cool. They got to pet like the reindeer and they got to sit on his chair with him. They had cookies with him. It was like, it was a dream for an adult. So I'm sure for a kid it was magical. Now, did Donder, were Donder and Blitzen playing nice with each other? Because, you know, sometimes those two get into kerfuffles. Yeah, it was so weird. Like, these things were so chill. I, I guess I expected them to be, like, kind of running around and being crazy in the pen. And they were, like, letting the kids walk up and give them carrots and petting them. And I was like, oh, thank God. Well, they work for the friendliest guy <laughs> on the planet. Yeah. That's unbelievable. So, Rachel, what time of year did you get to go to Santa's house? Like, was it the busy season? Oh, yeah. We went in December. Oh, wow. And they let you in? Man. It was so cool. It's like a local attraction there. Like, you can go it is. for... Yeah, it's, it's. I mean, it's it's literally magical. But yeah, we scheduled it in December. They had cocoa and cookies with Santa, and they got to tell him what they wanted for Christmas. They wrote him a letter. Wow.
drop it. Pure emotion, he's never fake. Yeah. Guilty pleasure, like stepping on a rake. Oh. He might even make your head shake. Here we go with hot take. All right, we all know those people. They just have to make themselves a part of everything, every activity, every event, every gathering, every lunch, every dinner, every party, every club, every team, every opening, every closing, every everything. And that is not necessarily a bad thing at all. Being involved is definitely better than being invisible, except when it's not. Like sometimes when you get into stuff just because it's there, without any regard to how your presence might affect the other people who might be involved in said thing. Especially if there's money involved. Just so you don't think I'm talking only about other people, I'll give you a personal example involving myself. Last year, guy I know hosted a poker game. I used to play poker with my friends all the time in a past life, so I thought, you know what? I'll go, I'll show up, I'll play a few hands, they'll all think I'm a wonderful guy. Well, I showed up and immediately realized I had no idea how to play the games that they were playing, and they all did. And I was too embarrassed to ask, so I eventually literally just kept throwing all my chips in, and then I just gave everyone all my money, and I went home, (laughs) feeling embarrassed and very stupid, and giving myself the lesson saying, you know what, that was a mistake. I should have stayed home, which brings me to the specific subject of something that I am really into, fantasy football. Now, I know if all your friends have a league and you have the FOMO thing and you don't mind dropping a couple of bucks you may never get back, you might be tempted to get in just because, like, well, it can't be a league if I'm not in it. And they must not think I'm a terrible guy, so I'm going to get in because I want them to like me because it's not a thing if I'm not there. Guess what? It's only a good idea if you plan to keep up with it and actually try to win every week. Because if you don't, you might be kind of a butt. And that's in a league with your friends. Now, if it's a work league, I dare say it's probably even worse. Because you, if you ignore your fantasy football team, you're not only hurting yourself, you are blowing the integrity of the whole league. Why? Because you have opponents who get automatic wins every time they play you. And if you have four guys in bye weeks in your lineup and your quarterback's a guy who hasn't been active in real life all year... Those automatic wins for the people playing against you are not fair to the people who are not playing against you. See, they have opponents who are trying to win, meaning they may lose. And when they fall behind in the standings compared to the teams who have gotten to play your sorry but an extra time or two, that tends to make people and league commissioners upset. Now, it's just a game. I understand this. There's often cash involved. And when that's the case, you never want to mess around with people's money. Even if it's not the case, it's not up to you. To make the unilateral decision that the game is not important. I'm actually losing my breath. I noticed that. Yeah. You're, right? you're getting really fired up Man. about uh I need to McCabe. take a little, I take a little deeper. McCabe. No, no, who, I, didn't, I didn't mention any names. <laughs> All right. Now, to the other people, trying to win is the fun. It only works if everybody gives a crap. As a wise person who does a feature called Soundcheck on this show once said, it's like that person when you're playing a board game who just says, whatever, when his turn comes around. Like, it puts a Debbie Downer, a buzzkill, and a complete wet blanket over the whole affair. If you don't want to play, you shouldn't have played. Because we want to. So if you have one of those people in your office or in your friend group, take a yellow flag and throw it in their general direction. Make them march back 15 yards and tell them to just keep going right out of the league. (laughs) You're listening to the Morning Mix Podcast. Time to get to smooching. Mm. Today, your mix top six focuses on why kissing can make you healthier. Ah, You know what I'm saying? (laughs) No, just me. Yeah. Yeah. All right, here, let's go here. There we go. Okay, oh. this is now we're better. Much yeah. more okay, sensual. Now we're now, right? 
Like Salty. a good smooch. Violetta has a I smell to fart Yeah, face. I don't. I you don't, don't like know. sensual kissing? Uh, Sensuality? Uh, I feel like kissing, the older romance? I get, the more I don't really even need to kiss. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Well, then you might <laughs> want to feel free to go no, and get a cup of coffee. Or, yeah. yeah. It just, Maybe this will like, change your mind. This might change your mind. smooching okay. I, like, I mean, once, I can't think of the last time I had a makeout sesh. Well, here are the mm-hmm. top six ways kissing can make you much healthier. Much. And, and a much is their word. Let's go. In at number six, kissing increases happiness. Well. It releases endorphins. And according to Elle Woods from Legally Blonde, endorphins make you happy. Not number to be six. confused yeah. with Elle Woods Pine yeah. Lodge. That's right. Which also makes you happy. Yeah. Also you can also you get to kiss happy. in there. She has, yeah. uh, Violetta has had an Elle Woods sesh. There recently. you go. That yeah. I have. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There's a back booth, too. <laughs> and at number five, why does kissing make you healthier? Well, kissing leads to stronger and better marriages. Oh. Now, it's not just that frequent kissers might have stronger marriages because it's great for mental and emotional health, but kissing will help you actually help you choose the right partner. When you kiss someone, your body is subconsciously sharing information about your respective immune systems. The technical term is major histiocompatibility complex, meaning biologically, your bodies are drawn together. (laughs) Science. (laughs) Draw me like one of your French girls. You know what I'm saying? Oh, man. Uh. No, no. And at number four, why can kissing make you healthier? Now, this one might debunk what we've long thought. Kissing can help fight illness. What? I thought it was spreading it. Well, it's a, it's right, like going to the chicken pox party, right? right? Like where everybody just tries to give it to everybody else. It might yeah, sound... You've been to that, huh? <laughs> that the idea? <laughs> they say it may sound counterintuitive. Swapping spits is a great way to fend off viruses, especially if all that kissing leads to the intimate times. <laughs> oh, God. Wow. wow why? Okay. Based on the journal Medical Hypothesis, in 2009, it indicated that women build up immunity against the cytomegalovirus by kissing infected partners. So, get to smooching. Infection-fighting antibodies can build within the two of you and help you both get through cold season unscathed. So, pucker up. But probably not like multiple kissing partners. Like if you're making I think you got to like, link up with one. Yeah. You want to link up with one. And the two of you want your systems to sync. In at number three. Come here, baby. That's the guy with a <laughs> cold. That's the guy yeah. with a cold asking to kiss got for it. health reasons. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought his right head there. was stuff stuck in a coffee Come jar. Come here, baby. Just like that. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Oh, sweetie. Thank you. Thank Whoa. you for... And see, no, believe me, oh, we'll wow. both be better yeah. off for this. You're oh, right. You're right. Yeah. You're right. Okay. Theater of the mind to the worst place possible. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> What are we on? Two, three? <laughs> like what? What are we on? Good question. <laughs> <laughs> and at number three, why does kissing make you healthier? It spurs arousal, whip, and it enhances intimacy. Uh-huh. Frequent intimacy what? can enhance everything from your heart health to your self-esteem. So get to bumping and grinding. <laughs> Thank and you for the num- name yeah, check in the middle of that. Gotta have it. Yeah. And at number two, kissing with your partner will boost bonding. Whether you're smooching your partner or even your children, a passionate smooch with your partner or a normal kiss on a child. <laughs> Maybe we should you skip gotta, this one. Let's you can't really read that the Maybe right we should yeah. just Go back and, and pretend number three yeah. was number one. It will, it will help create bonding. Thank you. Okay. And in at number one. Oh, and please end. The reason kissing makes you healthier when you're kissing, you're burning calories. Oh, oh come, come on. on. That is dumb. Right. 
Of course, it won't burn as many calories as taking a run. Mm-hmm. Okay, they're clear to say that. However, or anything else. Right, it does and has been proven to pump up your metabolism to about twice its usual rate. Yeah, probably also yelling at your partner would do that. She's got a Guys, so negative. Yeah. Why so negative? Let love in. Slamming right. doors. Yeah, like, let me slam more. this door ten times. Guys. My arm is getting a workout. You're burning Let calories love eating in. a Snickers bar, really. Yeah. I guess uh, they're not net. But, according you know. to this, you can kiss a Snickers bar, Whoa. which I do quite regularly. <laughs> Watch me kiss the bottom of a chocolate milkshake. My God. <laughs> uh, testing one, two. One, two. Sound check. Sound check. This is Nikki's sound check on the morning mix. Whip, I'm going to say this one. Is, a lot of this is kind of going toward you. A lot okay, of it's a thanks. Lot, really all is. that is, uh, you know, in our past is it's back again. Good. And we're going to start with Courtney Love and Kurt Cobain. Oh, I remember wow. that. Yes. They were crazy kids in love once upon a time. That's right. Francis Bean Cobain uh, married Tony Hawk's daughter. Really? <laughs> Our uh, son. Oh, my gosh. I just, yeah. Wow. So Tony Still, Hawk. really? Yeah, both. Tony Hawk has a son, uh, Courtney Love and Kurt Cobain, obviously, a Francis Bean. She right. was married before. Uh, they just got married. And the funniest part about this, it's so. Um, how you know, like music royalty. Yeah. Uh, REM's Michael Stipe, he officiated the wedding. Is there anything more 90s in this wedding? I, really? Yeah, the whole thing. And that, by the way, is uh, Francis Bean's godfather, Michael really? Stipe. Is. Did they have the, <laughs> did they have the reception really at Fuddruckers? Like, how more 90s could it have gotten? <laughs> they followed with a hacky sack reception. They got all the wonderful. clothing at Montgomery Wards. Wow. So, yeah, what a kind of an interesting, I just can't even imagine like Courtney Love and Tony Hawk and they're like, Together for Thanksgiving. Did you it's just so say hacky sack with the reception? <laughs> like 10 minutes ago. That's awesome. That is amazing. <laughs> oh, wow. Okay. Uh, and then on to uh, more things of our past. That's Duran right. Duran. Come okay. On. Okay. So, Duran Duran, uh, they were recently here with Nile Rodgers on tour. That's right. On tour. Uh, spent a lot of time in the city, actually. Uh, and we had, Chris and I had the chance to talk to Simon Laban of Duran Duran yes. because they have a new album out. This Friday, called Danse Macabre. Okay. Whoa. Which we learned. He's got to get a little French with it, he told us. Have to wear Le Bon. I mean, come on. That's right. That's, yeah. He, right yeah, there. He, he said that. I, I made the joke that we should be uh, smoking thin cigarettes, and I'm not sure if he liked it. But I made it, and yeah. we moved forward. Okay. And then, we, you know, we commented how when you're in the Midwest, it's like, dance macabre, yeah. you know? Yeah. And then we said it wrong the rest of the time. No, what can you do? I did. <laughs> oh, well. uh, but anyway, so he did talk a little bit about his time here in Chicago. Yeah, and it wasn't so much being in the city, but being out on the water. Violetta, you could have been uh, you could have been yeah, in the playpen. You've been in the playpen. I probably was on the boat with him and didn't even know. No idea. <laughs> she had no idea. This no English wonder. guy. He yeah. was playing his own music and she turned and was like, Can I get that iPod from you? I gotta yeah. change this song. Have you ever heard of Harry Styles? Yeah. Why? <laughs> so yes, their new stuff, Dance Macabre. They're doing uh, covers of some of their uh, original songs, Duran Duranas, and then some different covers. They do Rolling Stones, they do uh, they just released Psycho Killer by Talking Heads. Okay. Where they yeah. pair up with uh Victoria from Monoskin, you know, the she doesn't love shirts. Yeah, um, and then uh, Billie Eilish. They also do a cover of uh, Bury a Friend. Okay, and then let's continue with down the 80s and 90s train here. Green Day, remember them? Ah, wow. <laughs> They're still around. They're still making stuff, and uh, they are releasing new music. And earlier this morning, in fact, a couple times throughout the morning, Whip, you've been talking about zombies. Yes. So uh, this, Not Rob Zombie, not, which well, would be another 90s be, thing. Yeah, yes, yeah. he would. This is his favorite time of year, Halloween. Sure uh, so in the, they have a new video out where they're all zombies, basically performing. And the 
name of the song is called The American Dream is Killing Me. And uh, they said the name of the album, by the way, is Savior. So let's take this as another layer deep zombie wise. Those are like the Negan bad guys in Walking Dead. So I don't know if they're really feeling this zombie thing, but they said it's basically an invitation into Green Day's brain, their collective spirit as a band, and an understanding of friendship, culture, and the legacy of the last 30 years. So that's what they're talking about right here. And they say it's about a lot of things, including war, disease, mental health, climate change, and urine glass. Oh! Not the last one, but the other ones, all accurate. The Morning Mix Flash Briefing with Violetta. So how long do you guys think Stan Donuts has been in Chicago? Oh, man, 25 years. 30 years. What? 18 months. Okay, <laughs> so we're approaching the 10-year anniversary. <laughs> wow. um, we gave him a lot longer. Yeah, yeah, well, and so this story, the Chicago Donut history kind of started back in 2014. So Rich Labriola um, started Stan's Donuts Chicago Company. Uh, obviously started in Los Angeles way before that. But Are you saying right. there's no Stan? No, Stan. Stan is involved. Stan oh. Berman, oh, he started God. it in Los Angeles. They are okay. friends. Oh, so right. Stan and Labriola started it in Chicago. They have a festival coming up to celebrate their 10-year anniversary. Oh. So that's coming up in January. Tickets are on sale today. You know it what they say. Very cool. Do not miss it. Thank you. <laughs> yes. Do go buy tickets. I can't stand any more of this. Okay, agreed. So moving on to the next story. <laughs> we can do more. We can do more. We can do more. No, 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 no. no. Keep saving uh, for tomorrow. We don't at the want comedy to sprinkle show. No sprinkling yeah. of jokes. That's <laughs> <laughs> you got this morning. So I'm pretty much gonna change your movie watching experience right now with a new concept that is online and circulating. A movie will pass the Bechdel test if it has two female characters in a movie that have a conversation with each other and that conversation is not about a man. What? And you'd be surprised at how few movies pass this test. Whoa. So it's kind of crazy because now after you hear that, so there are so many movies that two women do not have dialogue with each other that don't include a man or talking about a guy. So I'm going to rattle off a couple of these. So the ones that don't, we have uh, Breakfast at Tiffany's, Zero Dark Thirty, uh, Avengers, and Gravity. There are obviously movies that do, but I kind of feel like every time you see a movie now, you're going to think of this concept, the Bechdel. The Bechdel Mm -hmm. test. It's actually, it's been around since like 1929. So it's not a new thing, but it's new in pop culture. Yes, yeah, it's yes, pretty wild. It's trending right now. That's right. why uh, we're talking about it. Yeah, but, pretty wild. Uh, a couple of movies that do pass that you might not expect: Showgirls, ah. uh, Goodfellas, <laughs> okay, American Pie Two, Twilight, Kill Bill, and uh, one that you do expect: Wonder Woman. Wonder yeah. Woman. But, um, so these are like in the whole movie, like right. in, in, yes, within in the, the whole, whole movie. movie they they're okay. So yeah, initially I was like, what about beaches? It's about friendship. But no, then they talk about a dude the later on in the movie. Yeah, yeah. right. Wow. Like beaches okay. was was not on that list. No, right? it wasn't. Yeah, no, it was. That's what I'm saying. In my brain, right, I was, well, you'll, you'll put be. yeah, you'll put right. movies now through that test. Yeah, like, like huh? Does this? You'll start to think, right. and then you realize, oh no, there is a conversation. Yeah, with that. yeah, yeah it's pretty wild. It is kind of crazy. So you can use that next time you watch a movie. Um, from movies to books, Britney Spears is everywhere. She was in a 13-year conservatorship where she felt pretty trapped, silenced, and now she is telling it all. Her book is out, and uh, she's got a lot of bombshells. One of them uh, that nobody really saw coming was that she auditioned for The Notebook. 
And that audition tape is now circulating online as well. She gets very emotional. She tears up. She actually does a very good job, and she's doing the read uh, with who actually ended up being the leading role of a guy. Uh, Ryan Gosling. Ryan Gosling, yeah. yeah. So and Ryan they knew Gosling. each other from the old uh, Mickey Mouse days. Exactly. Yeah. So um, that video is also circulating online this morning, and obviously that along with a lot of other bombshells that we keep dropping here about the new Britney book. Pretty wild. It's crazy. And that's your Flash Briefing. All right. Thank you for joining us for the Morning Mix podcast. Make sure you rate, review, like, and follow this podcast. You can also follow us on social at 1019 Mix Chicago. And we will see you tomorrow on the Morning Mix.